Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. This is the Green Zone. Oh he is the fattest man in the NFL. This is the Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is the Sweat Zone, or the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM, Dave Ross, alongside Wes Reynolds. My goodness, around the NFL, it is officially New Year's 2022, and people are still hungover or drunk. These games are insane. We just had a wild finish in Baltimore. With more on that, let's get back out to Danielle Alvari. And Danielle, I know you hopped in in-game. Did you take Rams' money line? No, 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 no. That died a long, long time ago. I did at the start of the game. I grabbed the Rams minus six and a half, and I thought maybe they would cover that for me, but they just win by one. So if you had the Ravens in any capacity, the two and a half earlier in the week, anything like that, they covered every single spread. Um, and just nearly missed that money line. I can't even believe that the Rams were able to pull this one out, but it is something to say for people who were a little bit skeptical when they made these switches midseason. They brought in OBJ, they brought in Von Miller, and who were the ones who won this game for them in these final mm-hmm. moments? Mm-hmm. It was the OGs. It was OBJ with the quick pass and then into the touchdown. Uh, and then, of course, Von Miller comes in big with that huge sack. That was two sacks in that game for him. And so people asking, are, is Von Miller going to make a big impact? This Rams defense is already good. But lone be Behold, these guys they brought in are the reason that they win in these final moments. So not too shabby, but unfortunately, as we look forward towards playoffs, if your biggest issue right now is your quarterback, that's a problem. Yeah, Danielle, that would be the issue. Great job, as always. Check her out. Does a great job with the L.A. CityCast. Follow her on Twitter, as I do, at Danielle Alvari. And the Rams, by the way, can clinch the NFC West if Arizona loses this afternoon in Dallas. Rams still... A half game back right now of Green Bay for that home field. And uh, also, it looks like Tampa Bay is going to keep their hopes alive for home field. Incredible comeback there. We'll talk to Will Hill about that in just a second. But Jim Coventry, it's over in Indianapolis. And a wild ending. And one where it looked like the Raiders had a go-ahead touchdown, which would have made over players very happy. But, Jim, it was reversed. And then the under hits. So, Drama everywhere you look. It was so close at the end. I mean, on that play with Hunter Renfro, I, they really had him have a tight angle on their camera because I thought he was untouched and went in, which would have given the Colts a chance to come back because there was like 45 seconds left. So that would have been probable. That said, Raiders drained the clock, kicked the easy field goal, Carlson's money. There was like never a question whether that was going through. Now on the Raiders side, their car was super efficient. And the Colts had no answer for Zay Jones and obviously Hunter Renfro. We knew that. But Zay Jones killed them. Every time there's a big play, it was Zay Jones and Renfro, and that spelled doom for the Colts. Jim, wild finish there. So the Raiders get a huge road win. Again, a number that fluctuated mm-hmm. all week long, uh, but they do hold on to get that 23-20 to win. Okay, we want to thank Jim Coventry. Check him out on Twitter as I do at Jim Coventry NFL, Rotowire NFL analyst, Sirius XM fantasy sports radio host. Great job today. 
great game there. Real quick, no timeouts left for Kansas City. Cincinnati is running the ball. Kansas City does have a stop here. Fourth and goal from the one. Kansas City's already taken their last time out. Bengals going to run this clock down as much as they can under a minute. And then Zach Taylor is going to take a timeout and decide what he wants to do. Okay, cannot wait to get to particulars on how we got here. Uh, because the reason why I asked that is I wonder if they intended to score when they had that first and goal inside the two, mm-hmm. I believe, or they made Kansas City just use the timeout. Yeah. So we'll see what Zach Taylor does here. They're now inside of a minute. He takes the timeout 58 seconds to go, 31 all there. So very interesting decision here. Do you kick it? Mm-hmm. But then you give Pat Mahomes, what, almost 50 seconds yeah. to potentially get in Harrison Bucker range, mm-hmm. who's an excellent kicker in his own right, or do you go for it? Normally you would think that there's, there's I no think decision I think he's going to be very tempted to go for it here because if you don't get it, you pin Mahomes on the one-yard line. Do you want to give it to him on a kickoff even oh, if boy. they don't field it at like the 25? I don't, I don't know, Wes. The only reason why I say I don't know is if you don't get this, and you go to overtime, and they win the coin toss, ball game. We saw that happen with the Chargers. Right. So that's my only thought here. So that's why I think that he he doesn't want to be a coin flip in overtime. So that's why I think they're going to line up here and go for oh. it in the jungle. It is fourth and goal from the one. No timeouts. AFC North on the line for the Cincinnati Bengals, who can clinch this division with the win this afternoon. This is absolutely – I mean, this is chaos in 2022 – so, again, I'll find out if they were really attempting to score earlier because if they've already been stopped three times with Chris Jones in the middle, it's a very interesting call as they go shotgun. We're going to keep it right here just for a second because this could wrap up the AFC North potentially mm-hmm. if they can get inside of a yard. And, again, they're going spread, and they're going to throw. And Joe Burrow, he's not going to get it. Or is he? Joe, Joe Mixon. Mixon. Oh, my there goodness. Is a, there is laundry down. I think he got beyond the plane, but... I think there's going to be a flag down. I think we have a stop for Kansas City. I, I think too. that might have been a crackback block. There's no way I'm going for that. That's all I'm saying. I would have kicked the field goal. Let's get back out right now to Will Hill, where I thought the Jets should have kicked the field goal. They they opted not to, Will. And then instead of a seven-point game, the Buccaneers needed a touchdown to beat them, and I believe that's exactly what happened. Yeah, vintage Tom Brady drive. Look, if you kick the field goal, what you're really doing with the Jets, if you give up the touchdown, uh, you're playing for overtime. And, and as the inferior team, I get why you want to just go for the game, go for the kill. If you're going to give up a touchdown any, uh, there anyway, you're going to go to overtime, you're probably going to lose. So they went for it, and they didn't get it, uh, obviously. And then Brady comes right down the field, touchdown. I don't know why they went for two. I'm guessing the kicker is hurt. Otherwise, I don't get it. I, exactly, I Will. Right. I'm sitting here sweating the second half over Cincy. I don't know what is going on. It's been a wildest two minutes. Offsetting penalties Cincy. here. Yeah, offsetting penalties. So they're going to redo this one, Will. Uh, You probably – Why can't they sneak it in? It looks like they're trying – I don't know why. This is what – you say kick it. I say it's a play call. Line up under center. Don't go shotgun on fourth and short. I want to ban that from football. That and the goal line fade. Those need to go the way of the Edsel here. So fourth and – now here they go. Line up shotgun. Joe Mixon in the single back formation. All right. It's doing the same thing again. We do want to thank Will Hill for joining us. Of course, follow him on Twitter as I do at NotTheWillHill. It looks like we got another penalty there. And I think that's going to be on the defense. I do believe we have holding in the end zone. And the offsetting, by the way, was holding – on the offense and also holding on the defense. Well, this will be a first and goal now. So, obviously, now this is going to change everything for Zach Taylor and company here. But 
Andy Reid, this is going to be a very interesting post-game press conference because he is irate. Let's get out to David Gascon. This has been the game of the day. David, what in the world is happening here in the final two minutes? Hey, man, I'm right with you, Dave, on this. I think this is pure lunacy by Zach Taylor. I don't know why you don't kick the field goal. I understand that Patrick Mahomes was on the other side, but they've only scored three points in the second half of this ball game. They have no timeouts remaining. There's under a minute to play in this contest. Exactly. You take the three. You can take the three, and right now, as it stands, you're looking at two things that are going on right now. You got the offsetting penalties. You have a potential hold in the end zone as well. And so, like, it's just back and forth mayhem, and all you need right now is three to win the ball game. Kansas City has nothing to – they have no timeouts remaining. I don't know what he's doing right now when you're at the one-yard line. And Joe Burrow is hurt. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow just got dinged up, so it's first and goal. He's out of the ball game. And and right now, Cincinnati, what they need to do, I believe, take I believe this is Brandon Allen. Go ahead take and take a knee. knee. Kansas City has no timeouts, and then you can kick. Yes. You've got a reprieve on that penalty, by the way, but we'll have to check and get the update on Joe Burrow, and we'll be looking through at that throughout the afternoon. But the task at hand here Insane. is Brandon Allen. Don't fumble the snap and take a knee here, and then you can go ahead and bring on McPherson and win the AFC North in Cincinnati. This is pure chaos. So David Gascon, very quickly, and we're going to wait, and you know they're going to call a timeout here as they tick this thing down. It'll be, a, what, about a 19-yard field goal to win and the division. Every, every time they were going for it on this uh, short yardage, you know, it kind of felt a little bit like Tin Cup, and Romeo is saying to uh, Roy McAvoy, this is the last ball you got in the bag, Roy, <laughs> because they had a goal-to-go situation on the one, didn't get it on first, didn't get it on second, didn't get it on third, didn't get it on fourth but nevertheless had another opportunity. And now taking knees here, just going to run down the clock as much as they can. Timeout. Okay, let's not blow this, David. Can you imagine they forget to take the timeout? But they spike it. Yeah, you know what, boy, they, they tested it there, didn't they? <laughs> oh, I mean, I get it. We're trying to really milk this thing so Patrick Mahomes has no opportunity yeah. in this game. But this is crazy. Again, Joe Burrow, we're assuming he's going to be okay, but he did limp off. That's why he couldn't finish this game. So David Gascon. It comes down to, what, a 19-yard field goal? And you win yeah, this is the, the AFC North. This is pretty much a PAT. Guys, you had just mentioned it with, with what's going on with Joe Burrow. I hate to have this brought up in my mind, but don't forget, like, Cincinnati's best team over the last 15 or 20 years was that team that Carson Palmer was on. It was Carson <laughs> Palmer, TJ Hushmanzada, Chad Johnson, Chris Henry in the slot. That team got derailed in the postseason because of a low hit to Carson Palmer's knee. Mm-hmm. Not to say this is happening to Joe Burrow, but God forbid right. in a game that they should win, he gets hurt on a benign play, which they should have kicked the field goal. Like, you want to get the points whenever you can get them. It looks like they're going to kick the field goal and it'll be up and good and they're going to win it. But nevertheless, like, that is your coach preventing you from advancing and taking care wow. of business when there's there's high risk and low reward in that instance. I, I just, it is so baffling to me. It feels like there's more to this than, than meets the eye, but someone's going to ask that question to Zach Taylor. <laughs> I want to hear what he has to say. His answer is going to be scoreboard 34-31. Mm-hmm. It's all over. David Gascon, I want to thank yeah. you as always. Follow him on Twitter at David J. Gascon. Does a great job at Fox Sports Radio and Valley Sports. Two quick West. playoff implications there. Obviously, we mentioned the AFC North, which Cincinnati is now the champion of that division. By the way, this does put uh, Kansas City down to 11-5. and five. Wow. Tennessee, of course, got the win. Tennessee, Over. remember, beat Kansas City earlier this season. Absolutely. So a stunning development there as they come way back 
uh, from a big first-half deficit to get that win in the Natty 34-31. So, of course, the overcashes, Bengals tickets cash as well. Chargers are already on the board. Uh, 7-0 against the Broncos. We keep you updated there. Trey Lance getting the start today mm-hmm. in San Francisco. They go 3-0 and out after Houston had gone 3-0 and out in their first. So, doing punts here in the first quarter. They're getting way, ready, of course, for the game of the day. The Cowboys against the Cardinals. We'll get to that later on as well. My goodness. Don't go anywhere. It's Visa, the sports betting network. Today. It is football season. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip of your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is the Green Zone here on VEASAN. Wes, we've had a, a, an exciting 17 weeks. Mm-hmm. That first window of games might have been the most exciting we've seen so far in an early slate of NFL action. We'll get to all of those things in a moment. But for the first time today and for the first time in 2022, so we're going to wish Sean Green a happy new year. Follow him on Twitter as I do at Sean T. Green, host of the Sports Gambling Podcast. He's got the Broncos and the Chargers. Boy, early points here for the Chargers. We know the Broncos got a lot of issues coming into this one. Yeah, a ton of issues. Well, I mean, you could argue their first issue is that they're starting Drew Locke at quarterback, <laughs> uh, who in my book is is kind of in auto-fade territory. But again, they're uh, severely banged up. A lot of guys on the COVID list here. And uh, it's a road game. It's a division game. You would imagine maybe they get up. But uh, I was leaning Chargers on this one when it was six and a half. I also really liked uh, Austin Eckler. They got Eckler back. I loved his uh, over rushing and receiving uh, prop. It got it at 88 and a half. And uh, started off uh, the, the first drive, 30 rushing yards for Austin Eckler and a touchdown to cap it off. They're out to an early 7 seven to nothing lead here in Los Angeles. Okay, and they're going to have a, a fourth and short here at about midfield. Let's see if Vic Fangio mm-hmm. rolls the dice early or if he decides to punt with Drew Locke. So we'll find out about that. Uh, also a game that uh, Peter Dewey is going to be watching for us today. Of course, does a great job at betsided.com as an editor there. Follow him on Twitter as I do at Peter Dewey too. Texans and Niners. Peter, uh, we know that Trey Lance had to get the start today. Jimmy G could not go. Does that does that affect which side you would lean to in this one? A little bit, Dave. I kind of like the Texans in this one. I liked it a little bit more. I think earlier in the week it had opened at like 14 and a half. I would have loved getting uh, the two touchdowns on the hook. But I I like Houston this side. I'm very intrigued to see what um, the 49ers offense is going to be. We saw Trey Lance's first start this season. He ran the ball himself 16 times. Um, Not sure if Kyle Shanahan is going to let him open it up through the air a little bit more against a weaker Texans defense. But um, intrigued to see how they actually play this game because we don't know the status of Jimmy Garoppolo, if he's really going to be healthy enough to play down the stretch of this year. I know that he was close to coming into playing in this week, but 
you know, you have a thumb injury in your throwing hand. It's not easy to come back from. So intrigued to watch the 49ers. I do love Trey Lance anytime touchdown with the amount of rushing attempts he's going to have. All right. Great stuff as always. Peter, we'll check with you throughout the afternoon. Punt, punt, punt so far here. Houston just punting it back for the second time to the Niners. Yeah, absolutely. So we do have our 105 Pacific kickoffs done. Uh, just a quick update on some of the lines for the games that are going to get kicked off in a little less than 10 minutes. Up to six and a half now, pretty much market-wide. Dallas against Arizona, 52 and a half is the total I'm seeing. Saints minus seven over Carolina, 37 is the total. And then of Detroit and Seattle, no playoff implications there. Seattle up to nine, 41 and a half. All right, and when mentioned that the uh, Broncos had a fourth and one at midfield, they went for it. They got it. Drew Hawk almost threw it right back in the next place. Mm-hmm. They've got a second and 10 now at about the 50-yard line as these uh, afternoon wave of games gets underway. If they're half as good as the early wave, we're going to be in for a, a hell of a second uh, half here on the green zone today. And, and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Breaking news yes, here. Uh, this from uh, Bruce Arians, uh, who, by the way, Tampa Bay does get that 28-24 win, no cover, but nevertheless, stay in the what would be the number three spot currently in the NFC. Of course, Rams and Tampa Bay both chasing Green Bay. Bruce Arians officially announces that Antonio Brown is no longer a Buccaneer. And uh, breaking news, I no longer have hair <laughs> or can grow it in a full manner. So, uh, yeah, I, this is it. And, and And, I mean... I don't know what to make of it because I'm kind of being a little neutral here because I don't want to dump on a guy because I think that there's something sure. there that maybe we don't know about. But obviously, they'd had enough. You, you, you can't. You, you can't deal with it. You want to have sympathy, but you can't deal with that no. in your organization. He's had a lot of chances. Yes, and he has. I just, I, I, this has got to be done here. So uh, it officially is done in Tampa Bay. But one thing that's not done is Tampa Bay's perhaps chances to get home field. Now, they will need an, a huge upset tonight for Minnesota, though, over Green Bay in the Sunday night game. Tom Brady's not dead in the MVP. In the span of two weeks, he's lost Chris Godwin, mm-hmm. his top receiver, Mike Evans, right? We all know how great Mike Evans is. And then and then all of a sudden, Antonio Brown, his third option, who was supposed to replace Chris Godwin, he's now off. Right. Plus 650. Right now to win MVP. Yeah, because Rodgers has moved up to minus two and a quarter. Jonathan Taylor at seven to one. Drifts a, a little bit upwards, but not a lot upwards, even though the Colts do get a loss today and did not clinch the playoff spot. They'll have to do that in Jacksonville next week. Yeah, I just look at it and I go, Brady just figures out a way. It doesn't matter who it is, who the personnel is, like he did today against the Jets in a game they probably had no business winning. They get that win. That's huge as they stay alive here potentially for a two or even a one seed if necessary. Let's get back out for the first time in 2022. We say Happy New Year to our guy Tank Williams. Follow him on Twitter as we do at Tank Williams 13 of course, a former DB in this league. Tank, before we get to your game between the Panthers and the Saints today, the news of Antonio Brown, I got to get your thoughts. As a guy as talented as you are, as a DB in the league, we know how talented Antonio Brown is, borderline Hall of Fame, right? Certainly Hall of Fame talent. What did you make of what you saw today? And, again, to Wes's point, we don't know if there's more going on with Antonio Brown off the field. But at some point, I I guess, you know, Bruce Arians just said enough is enough. we got to cast this guy away. Yeah, honestly, I'm not sure what happened. I mean, I saw another video where it seemed like Mike Evans was trying to calm him down. Yet, I mean, he couldn't calm him down, and then he took off his pass, threw stuff into the stands, and then took off. I mean, it's hard to really answer this question in like a concise fashion because 
Antonio Brown for a stint was like one of the most dominant players in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Like he changed the way that we looked at wide receivers. We always thought wide receivers need to be these big, formidable guys on outside. Yet he was this small dude that would just eat you up alive with a bunch of targets, wear you out in the open space. And no matter what, you knew he was getting the ball and yet he was still a dominant factor that you could not stop. But at the same time, it's like he cannot get away from his demons or whatever it is that just kind of creeps into him off the field. And I would seem to seep to him between the white lines as well, where you have these flare-ups. And from a business perspective, from a football perspective, you can't have that kind of distraction on your team. It takes away all the good stuff that you did last year, getting the Super Bowl, trying to keep that momentum going into trying to win the second Super Bowl in a row. So from that standpoint, you have to get them away from your team. But if you know him as a person, understand he's probably a good person. There's just these flare-ups mm -hmm. that happen every now and then and that he's balanced some demons. I don't think you totally discard him as an organization or as people. Like, you may still be like, hey, you can't help us as a team, but we still want to make sure that we're there for you as, like, a former teammate, as a friend to make sure this doesn't spiral down further and you end up being a detriment more to yourself or to your loved ones around you. So I feel like it's one of those things where it's easy to pile on him because, I sure. mean, you don't want to see that, and he can't do that. At the same time, and we have to find some ways to help this guy because it seems like there's something serious going on with Antonio. Brown. Great point. Good good words, uh, and I appreciate that because, again, it's just a bizarre situation today with all the great action in the NFL. That is one of the big storylines today. And, again, it is a huge weapon mm -hmm. going forward just from a, from a personnel standpoint for the Buccaneers not to have going and forward. And, look, uh, trying to defend your championship, this is a championship organization, and – you know, they're just not going to deal with no, that. And, no. and I think, you know, uh, if Bruce Arians made that decision. I'm sure Tom would have signed off on him like, okay, we can't do this anymore. Just so, can't uh, take it. Yeah, yeah. So Antonio Brown, no longer a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and uh, 49ers. Uh, Didn't get Going it. for it on fourth and one, just on the opposite side in their territory. And Houston gets a stop there. Remember, uh, 49ers still very much alive for playoff yeah. spots. They would currently be in the number seven spot right now with Philadelphia getting that win. They're nine and seven. Philadelphia is going ahead uh, in the sixth spot. Let's get back out to Tank for a preview of the Panthers and Saints. Look, Tank Williams, you throw that T-Money juice on overs a lot when we have you in the green zone. If you throw it on this game, you're a miracle worker. 37. It's only 37, Tank. But Dave, listen, like, you know, we've had these ugly shootouts before. And I understand that if you look at this on paper, it could be like, you know, we have a tough Saints defense and Carolina's played some people tough. But at the same time, we have like these guys like Taysom Hill who could do a lot with his with his legs. And then also that Carolina defense, they've given up big plays to Dalvin Cook. Remember when Kirk Cousins and those guys went in and Justin Jefferson, and those guys had explosive games in the past game. When you focus on trying to stop Taysom Hill, Alvin Kamara in the run game, that can open up deep plays downfield. And on the reverse, we know that Marshawn Lattimore can take away one wide receiver, but then the Saints, they're vulnerable in the slot. And my man Sam Donald's getting the start, and he was able to eat some folks alive with DJ Moore. I'm not saying that it's a given, but it could happen. And if T-Money sprinkles that juice, hey, we got to – hey, the eyes are better than it was if I wasn't covering this game, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, he's selling me. He's giving me a hard sell. never backs down from a challenge nah, here, okay? And he's got one here in New Orleans with uh, Sam Darnold and uh, Taysom Hill. All I know is I told Jacob Roach, our, our producer, I said, Jake, I am done betting the Panthers, Wes. I finally learned my lesson as we've hit week 17. It took me a while. Punts coming for the Chargers uh, on a short field against uh, Denver. we got updates and numbers changes. Come on back. It's decent. Peace, sports betting network.
50% off a VEASAN all-access subscription for the rest of football season with our big game special. Get access to our in-depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits, showing you where the money is going on every single game. Sign up today. You're also going to get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24-7 video, plus our all-new college bowl betting guide covering every bowl game for only $39 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. So again, there is one bowl game left, so you need to get that before you put your money down. Two, actually. We have a Texas Bowl, I believe, tomorrow. Texas Baltimore. Still get that. And then, of course, the big one, Alabama and Georgia. Uh, right now, for the first time today in 2022, we say hello and Happy New Year to Alan Soslowski. Follow him on Twitter as I do at Alan Soslowski. He does a great job at Rotowire as an NFL analyst there. And, Alan, you've got the Lions and the Seahawks, and you kind of like the biting kneecaps to do more biting today. Oh, I hope you're hungry today to eat some decaps. The Lions are 10 and 5 against the number, and they only have, what, two and a half real wins? Uh, that's got to be a record. They o- the only team to have a losing record and to be a winning record against the spread, that's the Lions. And how does the saying go? Good teams win and legends cover. Dan Campbell is a covering machine Woo! this year. Uh, Oh, yeah. No, I, I took them at plus 350. The number popped to nine. Uh, if you're taking the ATS, once we found out Tim Boyle, the legendary Tim Boyle was going to be uh, the quarterback for sure. I was kind of baked into the number I was thinking about anyway. But some of the other props that I really liked today was DeAndre Swift over 27 and a half receiving yards. Uh, he was averaging about 40 receiving yards a game. And with no TJ Hawkinson in this game, Tim Boyle is just going to dump that thing off. A couple screens will get us there in the first half. The other one I really like is DK Metcalf's receiving prop was right around 59 and a half last I checked it. I'm just scrolling down right here. 59 and a half. Uh, he's been averaging a measly 38 yards a game since Russ returned. And there's a lot of value to be had there because they want to boost up Russell Wilson's trade value. That's how I'm seeing. I'm going down narrative street. <laughs> Screw analytics. I'm excited to watch this one today. I'm looking for a big time upset today and to Jim's point by the way this is kind of the end of the line for it looks like this current Seattle regime maybe for Pete Carroll perhaps a Russell Wilson I think taking the lines and the points is a good play I use Seattle and just some teasers so a middle opportunity there but uh maybe the last home game for Russ and Pete Carroll in Seattle I love that Alan just said Screw analytics. I'm going down narrative street. So we'll see how that narrative plays well, out. I like today. what he said about legends cover. Oh, that, that should fantastic. be a t-shirt here. Yeah, legends cover. At, at vcin.com's at the vcin store. So, uh, look, Dan Gamble, maybe he should be considered coach of the year. He's the ATS there coach of the year, though. One of the best in the amazing? league. He might be the ATS coach of the year. Uh, let's get out for the first time in 2022. We say hello to Eric at home. Follow him on Twitter at Eric underscore at home. Of course, of Yahoo Sports as an NFL writer there. Uh, e, uh, happy New Year to you, man. It's always great to have you on the program. And we tried to give you what we believe will be maybe the best game in the afternoon window, the Cowboys and the Cardinals. And early on, Cardinals playing some defense. That's right. Whatever game you guys give me is bound to be crazy. Can't wait to buckle up for this one. Dallas did complete their first four passes. Dak Prescott, of course, been heating up, but they get a big hold on third down, actually following a hold by Tyron Smith, who's back in the lineup for Dallas. So, Nothing doing for the Cowboys in their first drive. Arizona gets a chance to, you know, uh, get some good tape out there. I mean, the last three games have not been impressive. They've fallen from 10-2 and two and in great shape for a, a possible uh, division title and a number one seed in the NFC. They've fallen back to 10-5. and five. Cowboys have obviously heated up after a really rough November. They're uh, looking pretty good coming into this one. But uh, 
Offense did stall on that first drive, and now Kyler Murray goes to work. Interesting little prop bet, too. I know we're in-game now, but the, the over-under for rush yards on Murray, only 30.5. The last time he, he saw him last year went for uh, 74 yards in, uh, in rushing yards. So kind of an interesting number to keep an eye on if you get some uh, in-game plays on that. And uh, Dallas has done a pretty good job, though, uh, handling rushing quarterbacks this year. So I'll be keeping an eye on the game as well as the player prop. Eric, very quickly, we saw this total really tick up, up, up. It has dropped a little bit after that first yeah. drive. The Cowboys didn't score 49 and a half. I did play the over earlier in the week when it was at 51. What do you make of that line move? Because it did keep rising as the week went on. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with, yes, Dallas makes plays defensively, but they also give up yards too. So they're not a perfect defense, They're very, even though they're very much improved. And we've seen Arizona give up, you know, 30 to Detroit and, you know, 30 to the Rams and uh, even to a banged up Colts team last, uh, last time out, 22 points. So you could definitely see the shootout potential in this one. It wouldn't shock me even with the first drive uh, doing nothing for Dallas. Uh, let's see what the king, Kyler Murray, can do. Because last year down there in Dallas, they ran rough shot offensively. They could do whatever they wanted as they get their first drive. And right away, a big play for Arizona mm -hmm. as they move the ball out to about their own Yeah, field. and I am on the Cardinals here, buying low and then obviously selling high on that Dallas performance, 56 yeah. points. 12-3 and three against the number. Nobody better in the league than the Cowboys, so why would you bet against them? But if you look... Really, the momentum doesn't say so, but these two teams are pretty evenly matched. If you look at export, expected points added to play, Cardinals 7th on offense, Dallas 10th on defense, Cowboys 1st, and Arizona 4th. By the way, Cliff Kingsbury, we know how miserable he is as a home favorite, 4-10 mm -hmm. and 10 now against the number. But as a road underdog, he's been a road warrior like Hawk and Animal. 12-3 yeah. and three is a road underdog against the number. So uh, Arizona, I went ahead and took the six here. But uh, obviously, better is betting Dallas. And I guess why wouldn't you win their 12-3 and three against No, I think it's number. a smart play. I didn't play the Cowboys uh, on the side. I did tease them down to make it an Al Davis just win baby game. But right now, Arizona, really good opening drive they are mounting. I don't know how Tank Williams does it, but... You know, Carolina somehow scored in their first drive. I've been back in Carolina all year, Tank, and they can't seem to get any points out of these guys. You didn't get six, but you got three. Man, I was hoping for six, but Sam Darnold goes down five for five, 51 yards, spread the ball around to like four or five different receivers. I'll take it. I mean, the one thing that we probably would have expected if this game was going to go towards the flow that Vegas anticipated was for them to go three and out or for them not to get points on their first drive. So with Carolina getting three, kicking the ball off to New Orleans, hopefully that makes them come out motivated. If I can get some points by New Orleans, preferably a touchdown by Alvin Kamara to help my fantasy championship, <laughs> hey, we're going to be cooking with Crisco early in this game, baby. Yeah, you got something going there. Three-nothing early here as the Saints take over about eight minutes to go here in the first quarter. So we'll keep an eye there. Excuse me. We have a developing situation in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Drew Locke just took a shot to his shoulder. He is being he has walked off on his own power to the locker room. Now the Chargers have the ball right now, yes. so they've got a uh, looks like they're going to have to punt the football back to Denver. No Teddy Two Gloves in this. It game. is Brett Rippon uh, going ahead and warming up Boise on the sidelines. Yes, Brett Rippon has made a start in a pass for Denver, so might be coming out. We'll see what this penalty is. It looks like it is holding Against on the, the offense. Against so the Chargers. going to have to punt it. By the way, they do have a 7 nothing lead here very early in the first quarter, about five minutes left to go. And to update the last game, Carolina-New Orleans. New Orleans now down to three-and-a-half point favorites, 37-and-a-half on the total. Sam Darnold, five for five for 51, as Tank said. Carolina with the early lead. And uh, A.J. Green 
just took my guy Trayvon Diggs to school mm-hmm. on a little out and up. And Kyle Murray hit him in stride. They've got a second and goal at the Tray- Dallas. Trayvon one. Diggs is is like the home run hitter. He's either going to hit one out or he's going to strike out on three pitches on three bad pitches outside the zone because he leads the league in interceptions, but he'll give up some big chunks. He, too. he will. So, again, right there, Arizona knocking on the door looking for points. Second quarter already in San Francisco. Score was there. Uh, the Niners, though, have the ball as they're making a move. And watching a little bit uh, about Trey Lance, he looks better to me so far. It's early, but he does look better to me right now. Uh, Looks like the Cowboys, did they get a pick of Kyler Murray? And Trayvon Diggs almost got one, but Mm -hmm. I think it hit the ground. Third and goal there. Very quickly, let's go back out to Sean Green with the Broncos and the Chargers. And, Sean, what did you see in this hit on Drew Locke? Was it on his throwing shoulder? Yeah, it, it looked like either uh, a shoulder or collarbone issue. Ooh. He's in the locker room right now. We have, uh, yeah, Brett Rippin uh, warming up. If you remember, he had that one start against the Jets uh, last year, I think it was, and uh, was, you know, kind of had an interesting game against the Jets, but uh, didn't look good. He he was clearly rubbing it, and it, it looked shoulder collarbone area. So we'll see if he uh, if he's out there, I, I doubt it. They're going to at least uh, give him an x-ray or, and take a look. So at least uh, Brett Ribbon probably for a couple series. Okay, so we'll see about that. That's a, a dire situation for the Broncos, hanging on by a thread for a potential playoff spot in a must-win situation. We mentioned Arizona. And Trayvon Diggs, to his credit, got the tackle mm-hmm. at, the, at about the two. Mm-hmm. And now a false start against Arizona. How many times do you see this? And I said it last week against Indianapolis. It's like, it's almost like this team is unprepared and undisciplined all the time. They make so many mistakes. This team's got a lot of talent. I know Hopkins is out of lineup and on IR, and they really haven't been the same, at least offensively. But, man, this team's got some athletes, and now third and goal, another flag. Jailbreak. I believe this may be a holding. We shall see what it is. Well, this is holding. We'll see which way this holding could go. If it's against the Cowboys, it'd be a first and goal scenario again. If not, you would think they'd have to settle for three. A legal shift on the offense. Which is, Arizona again, pre-snap, is gonna have to, yeah. two pre-snap penalties Yeah, here. and look, and that's the knock on Cliff Kingsbury Ooh. is that, you know, this team makes a lot of mistakes. And, you know, self-inflicted wound, that should have been seven there. Now sure. they got to settle for three. Well, let's see if they do settle for three, in fact. You never know anymore, especially early in games. So Kingsbury looks like, again, we're waiting to see. Yeah, they've trotted the field goal unit out. So, again... First and goal from the two, and you settle for three. Mm-hmm. Come on back. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Sportsbooks welcomes you to the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro football game. And if any team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 bucks in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your very first wager. Enjoy football like never before and earn M-Life rewards that you can redeem for rooms and dining at MGM Resorts nationwide. Download the app or go to betmgm.com. Use the bonus code VEASAN200. To win 200 bucks in free bets if any team simply scores a TD. Eligibility restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. 
This is the Green Zone here on Beeson. And right now, the Dallas Cowboys trying to get their offense going a little bit. They have a first down out outside the 40-yard line. For more on that, let's go back out to Eric at home watching this game. And E Arizona looked like they were poised to take a bigger lead. They do have the lead, but uh, not as big a lead as I'm sure they wanted. Yeah, Kyler Murray gets the ball. He hits A.J. Green on a 42-yard pass. They look to be in business. Get the ball all the way down to the Dallas one-yard line, knocking right on the door. But a penalty on third and goal from the one sets them back. They end up settling for a Prater field goal. So it is 3-0 Arizona about midway through, uh, a little past midway through the first quarter. And Dallas now is on the move at midfield as Dalton Schultz has a nice uh, catch and run for a first down. Back-to-back -back first downs for Dallas as they continue to move the football. But right now they're behind 3-0 uh, as uh, Arizona takes the early lead. All right, so we'll see how that one plays out again. It tickled down a little bit to 49.5 is what we're seeing now for the adjusted total here. Uh, and the Cowboys just weighing 2.5. So that's really been the big move mm -hmm. here, Wes, so far. Uh, w w would you wait again? I know normally you like to wait till halftime before you might hop in. But for those live in-game wagers, if you're a Cowboy backer, would you hop in here at 2.5? Yeah, I, I I mean, I think you could very well do that, especially if you took Arizona here. So uh, Dallas does have now a second one from the Arizona 39. It is Dallas now minus four and a half, 49 and a half. We have points in the Pacific Northwest. We'll get to that in a second. But right now, let's get back out to Peter Dewey, Texans and Niners. How has the kid Trey Lance looked to you so far, Peter? Yeah, Dave, he hasn't looked that bad. He's 5 for 5 for 42 yards at this point. They've run a lot of read option stuff between Lance and Elijah Mitchell, um, but they haven't been able to sustain any drives. It's been a punt fest so far um, in this game. But I've been impressed with Lance so far. Obviously, we all know he really hasn't played that much football um, over the past two seasons, barely played his last year at North Dakota State before entering the draft. So um, going to be a little bit of a, a rust he has to shake off. Um, obviously, his last start came very early in the season, but I've been impressed with him so far, but this Texas defense has hung strong. It's been a, a defensive battle so far, so I'm feeling good about my, my Texas plus 12.5 at the moment. And very quickly, Peter, to that end, you see the total now down to 30.5. Do you expect this to stay close to the vest? Kyle Shanahan doesn't ask too much of the kid here, and maybe this low-scoring trend continues? Yeah, I think Kyle Shanahan's got to just – he wants to get out of here with a win. I don't think he's going to ask Trey Lance to do too much because then you run the risk of him making a mistake that potentially sinks you in this game. Um, they know the Texans' defense isn't great, so I, I got to think they're going to try and keep the ball on the ground, get Lance high percentage throws, and just, just come out of this game with a victory. I don't think they're going to try and, and do anything crazy. Now fourth and two now, so Houston getting absolutely nothing going offensively. Yeah, they're going to punt the football. Four back. drives and three three and outs. That was almost a pick six there from uh, – from uh, Thomas. So Houston going to go ahead and have to punt the football, but just nothing much going on now. Minus 10 and a half for the 49ers, 29 and a half on the total. You know, I, I kid about Ezekiel Elliott being the best fullback in the league. The Cowboys lined him up on third and one as a fullback. And he didn't get it. So they go for it on fourth and one and get it uh, out in the flat there. So Dallas moving the football down the field there. I mentioned points in the Pacific Northwest. Alan Soslowski has got the details on that. Alan, sadly, because I'm on the lines too. It didn't come from the biting kneecaps. 
Yeah, well, Rashad Penny is looking every bit of uh, having that fifth-year breakout just like everybody <laughs> predicted. And by the way, before we get into that, Tank's praise of Sam Darnold, uh, all I say to that is tell me you've never been a Jets fan without telling me you've never been a Jets fan. I'm a scorned and bitter <laughs> Jets fan, which is kind of redundant, I guess. Uh, I expect the, the Lions to not give up. They show up for Dan Campbell yeah. like we talked about. They're only down uh, by a touchdown here. And rookie Amon Rossine Brown is looking like a steal as a fourth-round pick. The Lions uh, can pick an alpha wide receiver and pair them next year. But in this game, they're going to keep going Amon Ross St. Brown. The only thing better than rookie Amon St. Brown is Dave Ross's GIF game on Twitter, man. This guy could have a full conversation in GIFs and emojis with you if you want to. Alan, I prefer to speak only by GIF. And by the way, I know Jacob Roach, our producer, says GIF. It's a GIF. I was going to ask if I, it was GIF or GIF decided that. It's GIF, it's a peanut butter and it's also what you use on Twitter. If you could just have a conversation with GIFs, I'd be totally down with that program. By the way, uh, Detroit, Seattle right now. Seattle minus 11.5, 42.5 on the total at BetMGM. Six minutes left to go in the first. But I'm with Alan. you got to think the Lions going to be in this for the long haul. They have not quit on Dan Campbell at all this year. Let's get back out to Tank Williams. Tank, you're getting points here. But I don't know if you're happy. And I don't know if you just heard Alan. But he basically said, tell me you're a Jets fan without telling me you're a Jets fan. Are you praising Sam Darnold? <laughs> now I'm just trying to do whatever I can to generate some points in this uh, Super Bowl. I mean, in the Superdome, because I feel like there should be some, like, drunk fumes left over from the Sugar Bowl last night. I mean, we were able to get a lot of points in that game, and so I'm expecting something to come, whether it's, like, the defense is turning the ball over, getting in the end zone, or one of these offenses busting open the explosive play, just to try to get the juices flowing. But, I mean, the one thing that I like to do and like to see is that the point, the scoreboards are lighting up. Mm-hmm. It's just threes instead of sixes. So until we get those sixes, that T-Money juice is a little watered down right now. A little bit right now. But, again, uh, it's off the board right now after that field goal. So three all there. But, again, the Saints still favored uh, by five and a half in the live number. The Cowboys, speaking of threes, ugh, They're going to have to settle for one, perhaps. Yeah, overbackers might, like myself like to see those sixes like Tank's referring to here. Looks like they're going to have to settle for a field goal try here. Uh, from Greg the leg is they're trailing three nothing about two and a half minutes to go there. So again, some slower starts here. We understand why Denver's got a slow start because Drew Locke is out of the game. They've gone to Brett Rippon uh, to see uh, if he can get things going offensively. Still seven nothing there and still scoreless right now in the second quarter in San Francisco. And it looks like Trey Lance. And this is just what Peter Dewey was talking about. Mm-hmm. What do we say? Run the ball. Don't make mistakes. Made a mistake. Yep. And by the way, speaking of mistakes, it looks like Greg Zerline misses his 43-yard field goal. So overbackers like myself really not happy with that. We'll see if the penalty is on Houston or if it's on San Francisco. If it's on San Francisco, uh, that is going to stand and it'll be a turnover for Trey Lance. Yeah, and Houston, by the way, not doing themselves a lot of favors offensively. 2.1 yards a play, only 30 yards. Davis Mills is 5 of 8 for 18 yards, 2.25, 2 and a quarter per attempt, and it looks like uh, both of those penalties on the offense, so those are going to be declined. Houston going to be in business with a turnover, and uh, that's where your concern is with Trey Lance. I don't think that this kid is ready for everybody who wants to, like, kick Jimmy G out the door. (sighs) I know the game in Tennessee wasn't that good, but beforehand he was having one of his best seasons. So, look, Jimmy G, if San Francisco is going to get in the playoffs, they're going to need Jimmy G, or they're going to be a very quick exit. So Houston going to take over at the 49ers 45-yard line right now. And at Bet MGM, okay, they have not repriced it yet. But 10 minutes left to go, and zero's on the scoreboard and, here. And the problem there is everything was set up properly. They've been running the ball well. 
right? Mm-hmm. So you do a deep play action fake, should hold the linebackers. He just makes a bad throw and a bad read. Right. And those are things you can't really coach because it's set up properly. It wasn't like they haven't been able to run the ball so the play fake doesn't hold. It was a good play fake. They've been running the football, and yet a bad turnover. So we'll see that plays out. There was a block in the back against Houston to set them back. So they've got a second down now at about the 29-yard line. And Chargers. We, yes, we do have them in the red, though. Yep, they are moving it right now with Justin Herbert and company. 13 and a half minutes to go there in the second quarter. And Austin Eckler being back in the lineup, obviously making a big difference, but they're running uh, multiple running backs right now as they're going to have a second in goal. Denver had a lot of uh, COVID issues today with uh, Bradley Chubb being out and Jerry Judy being out, Bobby Massey, their tackle. So they had a few starters out. Denver very much hanging on by a thread. And uh, the story in Denver, once they're eliminated, assuming they're eliminated from the playoffs today, who's going to own that team? So Chargers are going to have second in goal. 19 and a half, 44 and a half currently at BetMGM. Do I need to start sweating out my Cowboys and the over tease that I did today? Same same game teaser? Well, I always say don't tease totals and you never listen to me. But nevertheless, you could still get there. I, they, I'm pulling for you. If it doesn't get there, that's on you. me. It's on me if it doesn't get there. Because Wes says this all the time. Don't tease totals. And I just thought I felt a little bit high. You know, maybe, and, and I don't want to say never say never. It's close to never say never. But maybe on the same game, if it's a standalone game, yeah. I'm not 100% against it, but maybe only about 80% against I'm it. I'm right there with you. Look, it's my own damn fault if this thing doesn't. Hey, we all, we, all, we all live and learn, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, by the way, Houston right now, uh, it looks like they've got a first down there as they try to capitalize on that turnover, but still deep in their own end. And uh, I want to say San Diego. L.A. Chargers here and Justin Herbert. Looks like they're going to be right at fourth and goal. And you, by the way, don't. What is he going to do? You know what he's going to do. <laughs> Brandon Staley is going to go for this. Do not even question the people out there. They're going to have a fourth and goal at about the one-yard line. Come on back. It's Vison, the Sports Betting Network. 